good evening, everybody. I know there's a, a handful not out, some for various reasons. I know some went up to uh, hear Brother Ashton tonight. I was poloing him, I think, before I headed here and when I got here. But uh, just talked to him a little bit and let him know we're praying for him and we love him. Uh, but I know he does covet your prayers tonight as well as I do. Uh, if you'll turn with me, if you will, to the book of Genesis, chapter number 2. Uh, Genesis, chapter number 2. And I don't find it uh, any surprise tonight that I'm preaching this message here. I was slightly surprised when Brother Jamie asked me to preach. I know he does from time to time, but it still seems to catch me off guard initially every time. But uh, I, I've been working on this message. I, honestly, I can't remember if I had this message before after. I believe I was at least in the workings of this message when he asked me to preach. And I did preach this message at the Lost and Found uh, men's meeting. So about a third of the folks in here have already heard it. But um, I, I don't find it. I, I got settled on this message to preach here tonight. I'm not just preaching this message because I already had it. Prepared. I could have found another older message or studied for a new message. Uh, I'm not preaching this to uh, uh, because I didn't want to do any more studying, but I'm preaching this because it was on my heart for our church tonight. When he when he uh, uh, asked me or gave me the opportunity to preach tonight, I began to wonder on what I was going to preach. And initially, this message came to mind because I was working on. It. I said, "Well, I don't know if that's the message I'll preach there or not." So I prayed about it, and I got settled on this message. And then. As I begin to think about the message and think about the messages and the Sunday school lessons Brother Samuel's been teaching, uh, he's been teaching a lot about the men, and uh, our pastor has been uh, going through the the growth, the maturity, and it's, it's kind of pointed first towards the men. Well, tonight the message is geared towards the importance, this may be even the, the title of the message is, The Importance of Your Wife. So this message is kind of pointed to the men, but it's also to remind the wives that they are important. But it's to remind the husbands that your wives are important tonight. But we find this message out of the book of Genesis, chapter number 2. I'll read, uh, going to be a little bit of lengthy reading, kind of like the Sunday school this morning. wasn't a, a whole lot, but a fair amount of scriptures. But we'll read in Genesis, chapter number 2, verses 18, uh, down through verse number 24, probably. And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air, and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field, but for Adam there was not found and help meet for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be 
one flesh. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word tonight. God, thank you for this opportunity to stand and preach your word. I do pray now you'd hide me behind the cross, Lord. I pray you'd give me unction power to preach. God, I pray you'd touch our hearts. Uh, Lord, I pray you'd touch the men and the women under the sound of my voice this evening. God, I pray that you'd touch our church, Lord. I pray that you'd touch our homes, our families. Lord, help this to be a strengthening process to our families. These messages that have been preached to us lately, along with this one, God, I pray it would help us to grow stronger together as a church, to grow stronger individually in our families' homes. God, I pray you touch us tonight, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, uh, again, I mentioned, you know, it's, I'm not surprised that I'm preaching this here tonight because it goes right along with the things, the, the lessons that have been taught, the messages that have been preached. Uh, kind of pointed towards the men and their responsibilities, but now reminding the men of Lighthouse Baptist Church that there is some importance of your wife in your home. There is some importance of your wife in your life. And I want to first notice the need for your wife. And the Lord God said in verse number 18, it is not good that the man should be alone. It was not Adam that said, God, I need something. God, I need someone. God, I need a woman. But it was God that saw that there was a need that man had. And then God said, I will make him and help me for him. And this word meet, and I don't doubt that everyone in here knows it, but just to reiterate, Right, this word meat is not M-E-A-T. It is M-E-E-T in a big problem we have in society and even some in the churches. I don't know if it's here. I pray and hope that it's not in this church, but it is in many of churches. But we've got women parading themselves around like a piece of meat. And I think that's a result of men treating women like they are a piece of meat. Because you're going to get out whatever you put in. And we've got all around us men treating women in such a way. So they present themselves in that way. As a man, you ought to be the head. You ought to be the leader. And uh, uh, if women are being led to be that way, well, that's what they're going to do. And I'm not putting down women this morning. I'm trying to lift up husbands and wives together. Our homes and our families are in need of strength in this day and time. There is a need. God saw a need for man to have a wife. But this word meet is M-E-E-T. It means fit suitable, proper, or qualified. And we see in verses number 19 through verse 20 all of the other things that God made. God formed every beast of the field, the fowl of the air, brought them to Adam. God created all of these other things. And even with all of this, there still was not found a fit for Adam. And help us to remember this when we are struggling uh, with our wives, when we're maybe at disagreement, maybe an argument, maybe uh, 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 tension in the home, tension between you and your wife. What if you had to try to get along with something that wasn't made suitable for you, something that was not made to fit you, something that was not made, if I can say it like the definition, qualified to be with you, qualified to be your help. Your wife is qualified to be your help. And just imagine if we had to try to get along with something that was not made specifically for us as a man. God saw a need for a woman in a man's life. Secondly, I want to notice the making of the woman in verse number 22. In the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman. Who made this woman? 
It was God that made this woman. Adam did not make this woman, but it was God that made this woman Eve for Adam. Secondly, under this point, what was she made of? A part of the man. This woman was a piece of this man. A piece of him was removed. There's now a missing piece to this man. And it was taken from him, made into something better, suitable for him. And I have to look at this. Verse number 17, we did not read this. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Okay, so we know that Eve was beguiled and Eve took that fruit and took it to Adam. The very next verse after God says that you should not eat of this tree, the Lord God said it's not good that the man should be alone. He begins to make this woman. So if we ever want to try to point blame to Eve for the sinfall, where was she taken out of? From one verse to the next, God just said to not partake of this tree, and then He said it's not good for man to be alone. It was already in Adam to sin. It was already in him to fall. Eve was taken out of Adam. So if we want to try to place the blame on her, where did she come from? I believe it could be said the same if there's something that's falling apart in our homes. If there's something uh, that's not right in our homes and we want to try to blame our wives or we want to try to blame our children, where did they all come from? Who is the head of them? Who is supposed to be leading and guiding the home? Christ ought to be the head of our homes, and then there's the man. The making of this woman, what she was made of. But then we see she was made out of man. I believe it could be said, and I understand that you go to x-ray machine and you don't see a missing rib in your body. But I believe that as a man, you are born with something missing. Because God saw fit that it's not good for man to be alone. And you grow up having your parents to guide you. But then it says you're to leave your father and mother and cleave unto your wife. It is not good for a man to be alone. But what part of him was this that this woman was made from? It was a rib. One rib. And there's some things that we could say about that. We'll say a little bit about it here in a moment. But an interesting fact about the rib bone is that the rib bone shows an unusual capacity to regrow and repair themselves even when a large portion of damage is done. Our wives, the women of this church, are some strong people. There is some rebuilding that women have to go through that men will never have to go through. And I think, and I'm not being nasty this evening, but I think immediately, I think about the childbirthing process. There's some things that a woman goes through that a man will never have to go through. And there is some, some repairing that a woman has to do in her own body. There are some things that, uh, that women go through uh, monthly that a man does not go through. There's emotional breaking points and breakdowns that women go through on a, uh, on a, and periodically throughout their lives. And as a man, I believe that if some of us went through those moments and those times that women go through, we would not be able to rebuild ourselves. There's something strong. There's something, uh, there's a strength about a woman that a man does not have. Yes, men. Uh, so, some men may like to show themselves and think of themselves as strong, 
physically. And there may be a, most men are probably physically stronger than most of their wives. But uh, if you get into the kids being sick, if you get into being in the hospital, if you get into the emotional stresses of life, I wonder who will hold up longer. We need our wives to hold us together physically, mentally, spiritually. They are strong. The, the Bible tells us that we ought to treat them as the weaker vessel, but it does not say that they are the weaker vessel. I don't find anywhere in the King James Bible that it says that the man is more important than the woman. I find that the man is to be the head, the leader, spiritually. But I do not find that the man is any more important than the woman. I find that the woman is so important for the man that God said, you need this woman. You need not to be alone. Next underneath the making is the location which the woman was taken from. We know that the rib comes from the side. And I, I read this, I don't know uh, the, the author of it, but it says the rib signifies neither dominion nor subservience, but a lateral relationship as partners to work and to live side by side. Side by side. Not one above the other, but side by side. I, 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 don't, I don't feel like the title is as fitting as the importance of the wives, but uh, just in that point, I thought about this title, Side by Side, We Stride. That might be a good saying to go along with that point, but side by side, working together through this life, working together to do the things of God, working together to edify Christ, to edify the body of Christ, working together to keep your homes in order. It's not, it's not fully on the man and it's not fully on the woman to discipline, train, and nurture up the children. It is a, a dual uh, it is a partnership. It takes both sides to train up, to raise up, and to nurture the children in the home. And I believe that God saw it fit for man to have a woman that both of them can do uh, in their best abilities to do a work for Christ. I know our pastor and many other preachers, evangelists, uh, and so on would testify to the importance of their wives in the ministry, the help that their wives are to them in ministry and how uh, they could not go on without a good wife at home or uh, uh, without the help of the wife. There's some importance to this. And uh, this message has been a great help to me. I know me and Lee have not been married very long, and I think that this is something that is helping and is going to continue to help mine and her relationship uh, in ministry and at home and with the children. Lord, I pray that this will be a help to us. I want to read something out of 1 Corinthians, uh, verse chapter number 11, verses 8 and 9. For the man is not of the woman... But the woman of the man. Neither was the man created for the woman, but the woman for the man. So this goes back to the, the importance. The woman, it's almost as if the woman is more important to us, for us, than we are to and for them. 
And as a man, we don't like to think of it that way because we're supposed to be the leaders. But who are you going to lead if there's no one there to, to lead? As a man, I think there's something in us that needs to feel like we are being a help to someone. But I believe that woman might just be more important to, for us than we are for them. They have some strengths that we do not have. That, I'm going to tell you what, I believe that, I won't say every woman, but most women could take better care of a child by themselves than I could by myself. And I know that that's not the way it's meant to be, but just if we want to go there, that there's, most women probably take better care of a young than I would by myself. The purpose. The purpose of the ribs is to help protect the organs in the chest, such as the heart and the lungs, from damage. Now, I'm no doctor, but these are essential for life. Your heart and your lungs, the blood beating through your body, oxygen breathing in and uh, breathing out. And I begin to think about this and think about and wonder, how many times has my wife, how many times has your wife saved your life as you know it? I'm not talking about jumped in front of a bullet for you, but I'm talking about the life that you live, the path that you walk on for Christ. How many times has just the thought of your wife helped you to stay on course? I'll testify myself. I know, I mean, uh, uh, there's been times that I've just had thoughts come out of nowhere, and you know what helped me to get back on the right thought path, the right track? Just the thought of my wife. The thought of my children. And God knows what we need and when we need it. God know, God knew that I was going to need that woman back there to help to keep me on the path that I need to be on. There's been times that I don't doubt. And I'm, I know that Christ is our strength and Christ is our help. And if we get in His Word, He will guide us. But He also knows that as a man, I'm weak. He knows that as men, that we are weak. And He knows that there's uh, sometimes a man needs something physically there to be able to help him, to be able to see that you are counting on me to see that you uh, need me to keep going this way. Uh, I know I, I was talking to Brother Ashton on the way to that meeting we went to on Friday or on the way back one, and he said uh, there was a man that he would look back at a picture of a bunch of kids surrounding him, grabbing hold of his leg, and when he felt like he wanted to quit, when he felt like he didn't want to keep going, he'd take and he'd look at that picture of all those kids that are counting on him. If I ever feel like I want to quit, man, if you ever feel like you want to quit, look at your wife. Your wife needs you to keep going. Your wife is going to help you to keep going because you need her and she needs you. There's a need that we have as a man for our wives. She's going to help us to keep going. God said it is not good that the man should be alone. We need our wives. Thirdly, notice the number. Verse 21 and verse 22. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam and he slept and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. He took one rib, and the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman. Uh, Brother Stennett Blue said this in his series of the home. He said that God did not take a rack of ribs and make a bunch of women, but he took one rib for one man, 
But God took this one rib and made a woman. So this does not just signify one woman, but a specific woman for a specific man. And I believe that God still has this in place today. He has a specific woman for a specific man. I know there's only a couple in here that are not yet married, but God has a woman specifically for you. God has made a woman for every man uh, to join together with. And then notice the molding together. Verse 22 and verse 24. I'll just read the latter part of verse 22. I just read it, except for that latter part. And brought her unto the man. God put Adam to sleep. God took the rib from Adam. God made the woman from the rib. And then God brought her unto the man. Adam didn't go out looking for a wife. He didn't go, uh, he didn't go to a bunch of camp meetings looking for a woman. He didn't go out to the bar rooms looking for a woman. But God saw a need. God met a need. God did everything, laid everything in place and performed everything that was necessary for Adam to have the wife that God knew he needed. Not the wife that Adam thought he wanted. Not the wife that Adam thought he needed. But God saw the need for Adam to have a specific woman and he gave her to him. Brought her unto the man. Verse 24, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. Only God can rejoin what he has separated. In the beginning, in Genesis, God took a piece out of the man. And then God made that something suitable for that man. And then he brought her to that man. And only God can rejoin what he has separated. In Mark ten nine, we see uh, the man not put asunder what God has joined together. Well, man can't join together. It's what God has joined together. So why do we often see uh, marriage ceremonies in a church? Why are we to have a man of God present to marry to? Because it is an act. It is a work of God. It is not just a fleshly thing, but there's something spiritual that happens in a marriage. God joins together too. And there is no doctor There is no nurse, there is no scientist that can take my wife out of me. There is no doctor on the face of this earth or any other planet that may have life that can separate you and your wife. God knows which rib belongs to you. God knows the woman that you need in your life. He knows when you need her. He knows where to place it. He knows how to put it. And I think back, when me and Leah met, I was not looking for a girlfriend, a wife, anything of that nature, but God 
knew there was a certain time in my life that I was going to need a certain woman to be in my life. And so God put that thing together. And I thank God for it that I, I, I can look back and see how God did it. I don't have to look back and see that I went looking for something and I found someone and then uh, begin to wonder if I'm in the will of God with it, begin to wonder if I made the right move, if I made the right decision, because I didn't make any moves or any decisions. God put all of those things into place. And He has done and will do the same for you tonight. If you uh, do not have a wife yet, God has a wife for you. God has a woman that you need in your life to have a successful life for Christ. And I hope that this will be an encouragement to us, those men that are married here tonight, to remind you, because it's, it's so easy to forget I don't know, I don't even feel right saying that because I really, I don't know. It's been on my heart and my mind a lot lately, and I feel like I have realized the importance of my wife uh, pretty well the whole time. But if we get busy and, and we get to going and we just, we're just taking care of uh, the house and the physical sense of it, taking care of things at work, taking care of the kids, we'll forget just how important our wives are to us. Just how much that we need to let them know that they are important to us. So I hope that this has been a a help and a reminder to the men tonight and a help and a reminder to the wives tonight just how important that you are to us. And I pray that this will, uh, this along with those messages, those uh, Sunday school lessons and those messages about the march of maturity and the trying of the faith and the men in the church will help us to individually grow in our homes, grow stronger in our family relationships, grow stronger spiritually, and then that that would come into the church and the church would grow stronger together as this body of Christ begins to, to grow and to edify God. I just That is my prayer. It's been weighing heavy on my heart with all of these lessons and messages that have been preached. Uh, and I do just trust that the Lord will help us tonight. I'll close in prayer and give it over to you, preacher. Father in heaven, we thank you for uh, the service tonight. God, thank you for this message, how it's been a help to me. Lord, I do pray that you will uh, touch and help some men and women's hearts tonight, Lighthouse Baptist Church, Lord. And we thank you and praise you for all you do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.